From Islamic Finance News, the world's leading Islamic finance news provider, this is IFN Podcast. Hi everyone, you are listening to IFN Podcast by Islamic Finance News. My name is Nisreen and I'm a news editor here at IFN and I'll be your host today. In this episode, we speak to Kamrul Tarafter, who is the president and CEO of nonprofit organization ASA Philippines, uh, which specializes in microfinancing. ASA started its operations in 2004, catering to micro-entrepreneurs, particularly the marginalized poor sector, and in 2014, introduced Islamic microfinance. In the Philippines, the only other institution to provide Islamic financing is the country's lone, fully-fledged Islamic bank, Al-Amana Islamic Investment Bank, which had recently announced its plans to open an Islamic microfinancing window. Meanwhile, ASA has been offering Murabaha, Ijara, and Qard Hassan products for the last six years. Its Islamic unit has 33 branches serving over 32,000 clients and a total outstanding portfolio of over 500 million Philippine pesos. So in this episode, Mr. Kamrul talks to us about facilitating Islamic microfinance in the Philippines. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mr. Kamrul. Thank you for having me also. Before we begin, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about your work with ASA Philippines and how you started? ASA Philippines is a non-stock, non-profit organized in the Philippines. It was August 2004 we started our work. Um, I w- previously I was a chief consultant of U- UNDP Philippines, so I understand the market here. I saw that the gap between demand and supply, particularly for the entrepreneur poor in this country, I saw the weakness of the market. I also saw the strength of the market. So I thought instead of being a consultant, if we could start something on our own, mm-hmm. it would show much better result. Right. Once the NDP project was ended, we started this project with the, with the financial assistance from just one individual, and then he was able to call others. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Islamic microfinance and how maybe you, you decided yeah. to go into that? Uh, well, um, being a Muslim, it's always in my heart that we should be helping the Muslim, and it should be helping also in the way of our faith. Right. Uh, so having this is in mind, if you look at the overall principle of microfinance, um, it's for the poor, it's uncollateralized, and it goes all back to the poor for their benefit. We incorporated our CSR activities, which we, you could say um, connected to Zaka, 15% of our uh, net income, or 15 to 21, or uh, 5 to 7% of our gross income always go to the uh, CSR activities for the benefit of the poor in case of death, uh, hospitalization, scholarship grants to the family, uh, the, particularly the children, etc. Et so in principle, even though the rest of the country except BARM, we are not saying that it is uh, not certified, but the principle is there. So having this in mind, in 2014, we thought we should be now have a program, we should be certified, and across BARM, we should be able to give this. Mm-hmm. So we started a pilot program in Taguig. 
you know, Tagig, a good number of Muslims are there. Okay. So there we started. It was 20, um, 2014. Gotcha. It was just only one branch. And it's in Metro Manila. But we realized that with a smaller number in Tagig, we may not be able to make a branch sustainable because our branches has its own sustainability model. It mm -hmm. requires 1,400 um, entrepreneurs to join and a certain amount of investment. It should be at least 6 mil million pesos should be invested. And if we should have at least one year to make it program viable. Gotcha. And then we learned, um, we visited Malaysia, we visited um, Indonesia, several institutions. I have been to Bangladesh um, uh, to look for a similar program. And then we started perfecting our, our system in, in the branches, particularly in, in BARM. Okay. And then we consulted some experts to have our uh, own Sharia, Sharia Council. Okay. You know, uh, the councils or uh, the certification is one of the important uh, elements for Sharia financing. But the Philippines is not a Muslim country, though there are discussions, there are law on the Islamic financing, but the basic element has not been established yet. Uh, there was no national Sharia board on the financing. Gotcha. So we, we started our own, own Sharia council where we invited um, Professor Jil Kipli Wadi. He was twice dean for the Islamic Institution of UP. Okay. Then yes. uh, former secretary of attorney Mehul Sadain and one of the um, Sharia experts from Magindanao, Kotabato. Ustad Ismail Ibrahim. Gotcha. He has long um, experience on the on the Sharia Sharia advisory. So three of them became our council advisory council, um, and um, perfecting the policies policies and guidelines to suit it to the hundred percent Sharia compliance uh, mm -hmm. terminologies to to the delivery mechanism everything. Because in microfinance, we say as a, as a business loan. But when it comes to the Sharia financing, there are several products. Murabaha uh, mm -hmm. is one of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ijara is another one. Though we directly do not give uh, Musharaka or Mudaraba, but um, we do it in an alternative way. We give it from the grant perspective. Okay. Um, to certain, certain clients, we provide grants. So and they they are working with us for last um, one and a half years. And uh, last February, the the council already certified because uh, the green signal from Maharlika was provided that uh, the system is is now compliable and you can look into it and you can provide certification. And they're also looking after the capacity development of our staff, uh, how to deal with the clients and how to. Uh, train clients, how to advise clients on the business advisory, etc. Amazing. So these are guidelines that will help ASA Philippines, uh, basically. Correct. It, it's pretty, um, it's, a, it's a milestone. I don't think that there exists any other organization such as uh, yourself that also provides Islamic fi microfinance, unless I'm mistaken. Is there any? Uh, none from the private sector. Mm -hmm. Though they are saying that, but... Um, they're not compliable because they don't have any Sharia Council. And I did not see any, any authentic expert 
who are actually helping to develop their product. Gotcha. And even from the public sector, I think we're the first one who set up our internal Sharia council. Mm. Our future dream on this, that our council will eventually regularly report to the National Sharia Council on the compliability of our product and services. Once the council, once the National Council is formed, that is. Correct. So let's, let's just bring it back a little bit. I wanted to talk a little bit about the reception uh, of the people. Um, How was the uptake? Definitely reception is, is very, very good. Um, Our program, I would say, we were not 100% successful because it's a mixed program. Uh, there is also uh, people, those who don't prefer to have this Sharia compliant product while the Muslims might product, but because of the mixed mix, uh, mix product and mixed system, even certain Muslim uh, sometimes did not prefer. They wanted gotcha. to go back to the traditional microfinance, but in BARM, across BARM, it's compliable and people are really very happy because it's not only a financial service, but it's actually a faith-based financial product. So they're all actually happy. Very, okay. very happy. That's good. Yeah. And do you, yeah. do you guys have any future, immediate future plans of, you know, um, I don't know if there's anything you can share about your immediate future plans in terms of like Sharia compliant products? Yeah. Um, our first future plan is uh, today it's part of um, us overall ASA, and ASA, if we look at the overall um, microfinance, it's, it's a vast, um, uh, it's a big company and Sharia compliant product, it's in BARM, which is, um, which is uh, relatively not only small, but very small. It's 3% of the overall, um, overall system. So we wanted to make it independent and uh, it should have its own accounting system. It should have its own finance. Today, it's its own financial statement. Every branch of our ASA, they have their own financial statement. But it should be separately reporting, and it should be separately consolidated, and it should be separately uh, accountable to a Sharia-compliant board, not only the Sharia con- uh, Advisory Council. Gotcha. So that's one of our dream. And eventually, it might become a financial institution, Islamic. Okay financing institution in the future is part of the gym. Interesting. Though yes. I have a long way to go because uh, except myself, everybody is a, a non-Muslim. So I don't think um, it will be very easy for me or um, in the short term, I'll be able to do it. But in the, in the long run, it's possible. Inshallah. I think, um, Inshallah. I mean, we're, we're hopeful. There's the, the, the newly passed Islamic banking law. I don't know how that, um, how that translates as support for your uh, sector. Is, is it anything that is helpful for you? Yes. Um, um, it will help to shape up uh, the market. People will understand it. There would be um, literacy on this. There would be an advocacy on this um, uh, from the government side. It will help uh, to understand Sharia product, how, how beneficial it is for not only the Muslims, but overall human being right and uh, this law will also help um, to mitigate some of our issues with bar on the, on the taxation issues because oh. if you look at the delivery mechanism of murabaha or ijara you are actually giving you are selling a product you are not actually giving finance right right so 
when you sell a product, taxation is one. Mm -hmm. While um, when you provide finances, your taxation rule is um, in, in, in different manner. Right. So this uh, Sharia financing law will help um, the mindset of BR to follow one standard. All right. Well, um, is there anything else that you would like to add? Well, I really wanted to establish some, some connections with the Middle East um, investors. Mm -hmm. Let's say if, we, if someday we make it a separate um, institution, a separate um, company, we would like to have 100% Sharia compliant and we would like to register it and definitely we'll be needing external investor. Gotcha. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Kamro, for your time. Thank um, you, Sister Nasreen. It was a pleasure. Thank you.